Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. So, like I was saying earlier when I talked to you, technology hates me. So, Ipsy, we all know how much fun Ipsy is. <laughs> yeah. It just hates we, everybody. We sure do. And so, Ipsy is supposed to talk to like all the all the systems, right? Eh, not yet. It's not supposed to talk to all of them, but yeah, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. The important systems to the average soldier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It should. So mods and deers and all that fun jazz. Mm, yeah. Well, Ipsy promoted me and then it didn't talk to anybody. So <laughs> you, here, here's my thought behind this. And, okay. and I'm not an expert by any means, but you were promoted on day X, but the transaction didn't happen till day X plus seven. And because that happened, there's a glitch and it won't properly communicate to deers. So basically I go back and I try to do a transaction for the past and it doesn't fire correctly because the system says I have to fire correctly on the day of the promotion or the day of the event. So whenever somebody goes and tries to do a transaction in the past, it creates a flow of problems. It just does. And eventually it works itself out or what? No, no. It takes people that recognize it, see it, and work it. There, There's an un... I, I can't even tell you how many people there are that are working these issues in the back end. Because I, I, I honestly don't know, but I do know it's a lot. Uh, and they're just amazing. They're amazing. The, every single one of the people that I've had to work with, uh, they deserve an award more than I ever have for, for the amount of time, hours, yeah. effort, headaches. I, I mean, they're just amazing people. On top of Ipsy hating me, apparently Audacity hates me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Audacity's updated the last two times I've tried to record. Mm -hmm. And when I go to like replace the file and do all the things, it tells me there's a file open. That's so weird. But there's not. Yeah. And so rather than bacon smash, <laughs> I go through. I'm getting really good at finding where I hide my program files. Yeah. <laughs> in the program files file. Yeah. Deleting, uninstalling, restarting, logging back in, going on to Audacity, downloading the latest and greatest, and then we get to have fun. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, here's the crazy thing is I'm not a Windows user. I mean, I, I use Windows at work, and I, and I know enough to be dangerous. But I got so tired of having to troubleshoot and fix Windows that I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. So I literally, I use Windows for work. Occasionally, I have to fix my wife's computer. Very, very occasionally. I use Mac. I am the cult of mm -hmm. Mac. Yeah, you are. You convinced that dude at SLC he needed a Mac. So. <laughs> I didn't even try. I think he just wanted one. Dude, I need a new computer. Need a Mac. Mm -hmm. convinced me to buy a Mac. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Four times the price. He walked out of there with a Mac. Yeah. Beautiful computer. Uh, I could play that uh, beautiful intro that we have done for so long that is now out of date 
because we're just two old crusty dudes serving in the military who want to get together every once in a while, shoot the shit, have some fun, have some laughs. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I'm not going to play the music. Keep that and put some music behind it. I could. I could. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess welcome to Eyes Forward March. You already know what this is. You tuned in. We're not on the charts anywhere, except for in Canada. Uh, we're really popular there amongst all of the uh, maple drinkers. Yes. Uh, has Ricardo reached back and, out to you? <laughs> no, but you know what? <laughs> What's funny about that is uh, the other day, for whatever reason, I decided to kind of just go through my mailboxes and just clean out old junk email that just never got deleted. And uh, I'm deleting, I'm deleting, deleting. All of a sudden, Ricardo's email came up to the top of the list. I'm like, I'm going to keep that. We should flag and save that one. Right. I don't know if we're still there, but, you know. What a very Canadian name. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So, a couple of things. So, before we get started, today's kind of a big day, right? June 14th. We're recording on June 14th. Uh, It is Flag Day. It's also, or no, it is it Flag Day. I know it's the Army's birthday. It is Flag Day. Yeah, yeah. Army's birthday today. Army's birthday. Yep. And... It's National Bourbon Day. Oh, is it? Well, those two go hand in hand. Well, now I feel bad on June 14th because all of my uh, dearest friends are uh, currently uh, somewhere, not in Iowa, playing G.I. Joe during their annual training. They don't get to have no bourbons. Mm -mm. But I bet you they get to enjoy Uncle Sam's birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to have the cake cutting and everything. (laughs) Yeah. I doubt it out in the field. I digress. On, onward, <laughs> onward. Uh, you, uh, mate, you derailed my train of thought. I don't even remember where I was. Finally, going. I've you derailed villain? the cigar. Cigar <laughs> derails me, and honestly, I I believe that you are the you're the common denominator. <laughs> oh, do tell, do tell. So I listen to this other podcast that you may be a part of. <laughs> And I know for a fact that you're the you're the linchpin to that derailment every time. <laughs> it is funny though when your sister gets frustrated and she's like <laughs> completely loses her train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, what's funny? Uh, so uh, I don't know if you've listened to the Riney Parish episode. I think I just listened to that today. I'm getting all caught up. Yeah, so uh, he actually reached out to us on Ryan uh, on, Parish. Yeah, on the Instagram. Wow. And I told my sister, and I mean, she's obviously went fangirl, right? And uh, then I'm like, she's like, oh, we should totally put together like a quick little thing, like say thank you for reaching out, blah blah. I'm like, how about we just have him on? She's like, oh no, I'd pee myself. I'm like, well, get yourself a diaper. Let's get him on. So I don't know if that's going to happen or not. He said that he uh, he would, but we haven't mm-hmm. worked out any details yet. So, you know, maybe. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it, it is pretty cool. It's way better than anything we ever got. <laughs> well, I mean, who are we going to have? Who are we going to have I on? I don't know. There's got to be somebody. Yeah. We've pimped Jocko a hundred times on this podcast. And <laughs> oh, if Jocko listened to this podcast, he'd be like, you guys are a bunch of tools. I'm not. I don't want to have anything to do with it. He'd be like, you guys want to start a podcast? Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. you Okay. So you've been uh, having deals with computers. Uh, usually 
Uh, we call that a pebcack. A, a pebcack. Pebcack. Uh, when somebody comes up and they're like, oh, I can't get this to work. I can't get to that. Uh, it's probably a pebcack issue. What's that? Well, that stands for, because the Army's all about acronyms, problem exists between keyboard and chair. Mm. It's a very good one. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know how the, uh, what was it, the, the what is it, uh, 6, 7, 8, 9 joke? Have you heard that? The 6, 7, oh, yeah. 8, 9. What, how's yeah. that go? Why is 6 afraid of 7? Yeah, because 7, 8, 9. Yeah. You know why 10 has PTSD? Why? Because it's between 9 and 11. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Dark humor. So I bought this waterbed. <laughs> okay. Have I told you? I didn't I tell you this. So. I bought I this waterbed. So. Okay. And I wanted it more bouncy and rather than wavy. Okay. Okay. So I'm on the Google and it says to make your waterbed more bouncy, you need to use spring water. <laughs> How much did that cost you? <laughs> go, go to the local uh, grocery store. I need 700 gallons of spring water. I figured if I wanted more action, I'd get tap water. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's the show, folks. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Good night, gentlemen. Uh, do you have any military history? I know we didn't do any last episode. You know what? I do have some military history. Yeah, you want to you want to you want to hit that up? Yeah. All right. Yeah, let me, let's let me, do it. Let me see if this button works. It's time for military history. Oh, no pebcack wow. here. It's working. Nope. Yeah. Sometimes it's not the pebcack. Mm. It's just the cack. <laughs> <laughs> so, so June twenty first, seventeen. 88, New Hampshire becomes the ninth and last necessary state to ratify the Constitution of the United States, thereby making the document the law of the land. By 1786, defects in the post-revolutionary war Articles of Confederation were apparent, such as the lack of central authority over foreign and domestic commerce. Congress then endorsed a plan to draft a new constitution, and on May 25, 1787, the Constitutional Convention convened at Independence Hall in Philadelphia on September 17, 1787. After three months of debate, moderated by Convention President George Washington, and the new U.S. Constitution was created by a strong federal government with an intricate system of checks and balances and was signed by 38 of the 41 delegates present at the conclusion of the convention. As dictated by Article 7, the document would not become binding until it was ratified by nine of the 13 states. Nice. Can you imagine being one of those three assholes <laughs> not signing that document? Right, right. Like, did George go out for a smoke break and just like, Hey, come on out here for a minute. Right. Well, and you had to travel to get there. It didn't take him three months. Yeah, well. It took him three months to figure it out. Right. But eh. what was more important than the Constitution? Well, back then, not much. <laughs> Yellow fever. <laughs> right. 
Well, I mean, you could have died of dysentery on the Oregon Trail. Stop making fun of Terry. I know. Yeah, don't diss Terry, man. Leave him be. He's a good guy. Yeah. In 1864, my man, <laughs> Union General, Ulysses S. Grant, stretches his lines further around Petersburg, Virginia, accompanied by his commander-in-chief, Abraham Lincoln. After six weeks of heavy fighting between his army of the, how do you say it? Uh, Potomac. Potomac. Oh, shit. And Robert E. Lee's Army of Northern Virginia. In a series of battles around Richmond, Grant chose a different strategy. Now, south of Richmond, outside of Petersburg, he was no longer willing to wage the destructive open field battles that had lost so many lives. Grant was content to starve out Lee and his men. After the disastrous attack of, at Cold Harbor, he pulled further south in an attempt to sever Confederate supply lines at the rail center at Petersburg. Wow. Uh, that was a whole lot going on right there. Yeah. Basically, Grant's like, I will break you. <laughs> I am a piece of iron. <laughs> You know what? I I hope one day, uh, in the in the very very distant uh, future, y- you guys get to meet each other. Grant and I. Yeah, you know. You know what? He likes his bourbon. Yeah. And his cigars. Yeah. You should meet him too. Well, I mean, let's let's make a date of it. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, like forty, fifty years from now. Yeah, probably like sixty. And uh, the last thing I have was in 1982, John W. Hinckley Jr. On March 30th of 1981, he shot President Ronald Reagan and three others outside a Washington, D.C. hotel was found not guilty of attempted murder by reason of insanity. In the trial, Hinckley's defense attorneys argued that their client was ill with narcissistic personality disorder, citing medical evidence that he had a pathological obsession with the 1976 film Taxi Driver, in which the main character attempts to assassinate a fictional senator. You talking to me? I don't know. What what was his middle name? They just gave his middle initial. What was it? W. W. Okay. All right. Anyways. Like, for some reason, it was tripping me up. I don't know. Yeah. So his lawyers claimed that Hinckley had watched the movie more than a dozen times and was obsessed with the lead actress, Jodie Foster and attempted to reenact the events of the film in his own life. The movie, not Hinckley, they successfully argued, was the actual planning force behind the events that occurred on March 30th, 1981. On that day, in front of the Washington Hilton, Hinckley fired six shots at the president, hitting Reagan three and three of his attendants, including press secretary James Brady, who was shot in the head and suffered permanent brain damage. The president was shot in the left lung with a 22 caliber bullet, just missed the heart, and in the aftermath, Hinckley was overpowered and pinned against a wall, and Secret Service agent rushed to the hospital. Oh, wait, I missed a whole line there. <laughs> Regardless, nobody cares about that. Yeah. Anyways... Right. They got, they got Reagan to safety in his limo, and then uh, the president fared well, 
and after 12 days in the hospital, he returned to the White House. See, this is what you do. You remember when you were a kid, you'd go to the movie theater and you'd be like, Oh, I want to be like Spider Man or, or Superman or whatever. And then you'd go home and you'd start like pretending that you were that character. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, even the thrillers, the sci fi, the all that crap that influences people to act out fantasy as well. So, the argument could be made for the movie Titanic. I'm not going to go be an iceberg out in the lake and sink a bunch of boats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair, fair, fair point. That movie was awesome. I want to be an iceberg. Is that all you got for military history? That's it. Yeah, I just I whittled her down to three items. Nice. Uh, I'll click this button right here. That was military history. So did you hear about the uh, new changes? This is new, like super new, like the like literally not like changes but, to what? Uh, the uh, the height weight. So the only changes I know are the if you score five forty, a five forty total, but what is it eighty in each event? Yeah, something like that. I I, I didn't actually take the time to look yeah. it up because I'm not going to score that high. Well, so. 80 in each event doesn't math to 540, right? 8 times 6 is 48. Anyway, if you passed with 40, 540, you wouldn't have to be taped. Yes, or something. Five, okay. 584. Yeah, okay. But so, again, I'm not a PT stud. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not. I'm never going to be a PT stud. I like my PT, especially in the summertime. It's beautiful out. I, I want to get out and do things, you know, so I'm okay. But I'm... I, I I meet the requirement. I, I I just do a little bit above the requirement, and that's that's what I do. But no, there's actually a change to the way that you are taped if you weigh more than what the army says you can weigh for your age and your height. So when you were at walk, you had to go through height weight. Yes. Okay. And uh, everything was. A-okay, thumbs up, right? Uh, but yeah. when you're, like, I, I mean, I'm pushing it. I'm right there on the top edge of what my maximum weight can be at the, uh, according to the Army. And a few years ago, several years ago, uh, probably five years ago, uh, I was actually a little bit, just a little bit over what uh, the Army said that I can weigh, and I had to tape. So the way that they were doing it was that they would take a measurement around your abdomen, uh, so that basically a, a, a line around your waist at the level of the belly button and then around your neck at the level of your Adam's apple for males. Females apparently don't have one. But it's 2023, so that can change. I don't know. Um, and then there would be this calculation based on your age and your uh, height and your weight and uh, your your neck and, you know, and, and so forth. But now... What they're doing is adapting a single measure form of uh, of figuring out what your body fat percentage is. For some people, they're probably not going to see a big difference. For other people, they're going to see a huge difference. Interesting. Yeah. So for so what basically here's what's going to happen. The way that I interpret. And again, little guy on the totem pole. So the way that I interpret it 
is that for the next 12 months at least, if you do not meet your weight, you're going to go in and you're going to get measured around the abdomen, but not the neck for males. Uh, same with females. Um, I, 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 I think it's around the belly button, but it might be a little bit. There might be an adjustment. I don't know. Um, and they're going to take that number and they're going to take, so let's just say that it is uh, 34 inches or 35 inches. Okay. And your weight is 221. So they're going to take your weight and they're going to multiply that by a number. And that's the same for everybody across the board. It doesn't matter what your age is. It's just, here's your height times the number. That's, that's number one. Then they're going to take your, your measurement, your abdomen, 35 inches times the number for males. That's number two. Um, and, and the numbers are different for males or females, but it doesn't matter what your age is. They're going to take that and they're going to create two numbers. And then that, those two numbers go into a formula okay. that you can't even do on a basic calculator. You have to have one of them arithmetic calculators to be able to do like it. Like a scientific calc calculator? Yep. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, you do the calculation and, uh, and then you're going to get your, your body fat percentage. And like I said, for some, it, they're not going to notice a difference. And, you know, those are the guys like me when I was just a little bit over. Um, well, I'll give you an example. When I was just a little bit over, like five pounds over my maximum weight, according to the Army, five years ago, uh, you would do my waist or my or across my belly button and my neck, uh, my age, my height. I can't remember how that all. But anyway, I was like 19% body fat. Okay. Okay. But now if I were that weight and my current circumference would, I would end up at 26%. So for me, that would be a huge difference. So you would be over. Uh, I can't remember if it's 26 is the max or what, like without actually looking at it, I, I'd have to look at it because I don't think that number has changed much. Okay. Your age and your height, I don't think that chart for your weight, I don't think that's changed much. I think what's changed is just how we're going to calculate your body fat percentage. Now, one of my coworkers, we took his numbers because he does have to do uh, height, height and weight. He has to tape. And I did the math. It was only off 1%. So he's good. But there are a lot of people that are off by six, seven, eight percent. And so right now for the next 12 months, if you fail the single measurement, you can do the double measurement, pass and be good. Okay. That's the way I read it. So don't, you, you need to go out and find the Alleract. And if you really want to know, find the Alleract, read it, you know, talk to your leadership. How do they interpret it? But that's the way I interpret it. And so basically they're giving you a year to adapt and to adjust to this new way of taping. Interesting. Uh, the army's changing and I'm kind of used to change at this point. Like if something's not changing, something's wrong. All right. Uh, but you know, I have this feeling that this new way of doing it is going to catch a lot of people off guard if they're not aware of it and they don't start making the adjustments in their lifestyle and so forth. I think it's going to catch them off guard and we're going to end up flagging uh, a whole lot of people. And, and that may, might vary from state to state. 
uh, in my state, uh, I, I, I think that uh, we're going to flag a lot of people. Yeah, that's crazy. So <clears throat> I'm wondering, since like the new fangled thing to do is just put in for a religious waiver, if we can do that for going forward. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that, and I don't. I, I can't imagine. Right, and and I, I I look, you know, there's still a lot of post-COVID conversations going on just within my circles, and I'm kind of tired of it. Like I have my thoughts and my opinions. Yeah, I think they're probably at least close to what yours are, but and, and a lot of people's. But I don't make the rules. I don't either. But it seems like all you have to do is just say you don't want to do it, put in a waiver. And then never get that waiver approved and just go on with life. Yeah. And, and I think that there's probably some states and some leaders that are going to be like, yeah, sure, absolutely. Let's push it forward. Right. Uh, yep. And, and I, I honestly think, and I could be completely wrong, but I think that it just depends on how hard your state wants to fight for something. Right. You know, if they're like, hey, look, here's my deal, blah, 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 maybe they can convince somebody uh because those religious waivers they have to go all the way up to the top Mm -hmm. so i don't know if they just have a set of guidelines and they don't care who you are blah 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 they look at the story and they say yay or nay or if there's somebody at your state level that can argue the case and if you don't have somebody at this if that if that is the case you don't have somebody at the state level that's going to fight for you then you're going to lose yeah it's just interesting though because these policies come down now, this one will be enforced. You know what I mean? Well, it sounds like it's going to get enforced a hell of a lot quicker than the ACFT. Right. But it's interesting because we've been saying for a long time, we out in the field, out in the force, have been saying that that tape test is flawed. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I'm closer to making my uh, weight, according to the Army, right. now than I ever have been. But... Even when I was 30 pounds overweight, according to the Army, I was still taping out fine. That's myself as well. Like, I, I, w- I was, when I was over the Army's suggested body weight, and only by a couple pounds, I just happened to be blessed with the ability to suck in my dad gut. And I don't have kids, so I don't know where my dad, oh, it's a beer gut, damn it. Um, but I just have the ability to suck that in and make it look natural where I see people that are, and again, we're not doing video, but so it's going to be funny for you, but not for the listeners. But I see these people tape and they're like trying to make their neck all fat and everything. And I'm like, it doesn't even look natural. I'll try and paint a word picture of what he just did. So imagine like you suck in your gut, you throw your shoulders back and you squish your neck, your chin as low as it'll go. And you walk around looking like... A fat guy in a little coat. Yeah. Somebody injected you with a ton of roids. And so you're like, you're like, you know, and you're like trying to show off to the nearest thing out there. Yeah. I don't know. Which that was always my, I I laughed at that every time. Like, dude, no, that you don't even look natural. Stand tall and freaking suck it in. There's, there's other ways to make your neck bigger sure. than doing shrugs. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just ridiculous. Like, I, I, Here's my thing is the army is going in a direction. For me, again, only my opinion. 
when they went to the blended retirement system instead of the high three, where now it's more like a 401k, you can come in and do, you know, eight to 10 years and then take a retirement from the army into the civilian 401k. It's convertible into the civilian 401k. That was step one for me. And then the new ACFT and now this, they don't, it, to me, it just doesn't seem like they want the knowledgeable elders. I mean, do you see when they were talking about the ACFT and, and you have all the sergeant majors that are like, ACFT is so good. They look like they're maybe 35 and jacked. And they're all active duty. Again, another valid point. Yeah. Active duty sergeant majors are probably 35 to 40 years old. Yeah. And they don't have fuck all to do except tell people not to walk on the grass, read through regulations to make sure that there's some new policy they can implement, you know, a commander's letter or some shit, <laughs> and go to the gym. I, I mean, I feel like they do have plenty to do. But at the same time, at the same time. That's a mild exaggeration of what's really going on. I, I really think that, like, when they do that, like, it's kind of that thing where it's, uh, and I can only relate to it for a, the basic training standpoint, where it's like, I'm a sergeant major, you're a private, so I'm going to act like a complete asshole, and I'm going to come up, I'm just going to yell at you for something that is completely stupid. Like, grass is literally grown to walk on, but not on this post. So, like, when I go to uh, your neck of the woods, I walk in the grass all the time. Yeah, we don't care up here. We have a we have an old, um, you, you know the pool pavilion where we're at? Oh, yeah, yeah. I usually stay right on the... I'm going to call it the north side of that. but the, that, I think at one point in time, that was the largest swimming pool in the United States. No kidding. It's big. It, it was a huge swimming pool. Uh, pool. And uh, at, I think one winter or whatever, they, it, it started developing cracks. It was too costly to fix it. So they filled it in and made it a parade field. Yeah. And a hell of a running track. I've never ran on that, though. We do our we do our command retreats there. Um, we have a summer concert series there. Yeah, I've participated in some of those. Yeah, it's, I mean it's it's a great time. Yeah, it's a good time. You grab your lawn chair and just go hang out, or if you are staying in that barracks, you just go and sit out on the steps or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's no, a good time. Cool place. Um, so yeah, I guess that that was my whole thing. Is like, hey man, like I mean. Things are changing, right? And and I guess a lot everybody was freaking out because I just found out about the the new standard or how they're going to do it. So we're we're all everybody in the office is like, oh, we got to research this, we got to look at it, and if and everybody's getting bent out of shape because they're like, oh, I'm going to be flagged now. I'm like, okay, and then even my boss is like, hey, uh, we're going to up the authorized uh, hours of PT per week up to 10. Now, we're not going to be able to take care of soldiers because we have to do all this PT. Uh, and, of course, he was just joking. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of the mentality where it's like it's all about physical fitness. And though it's good. Yeah. You also got to take care of people. Like, where's where's the priority there? Just to be clear, right? Like your boss is what a sergeant major, E nine, E eight. What? Uh, my my direct boss is an E eight. Okay, so he's a first sergeant, probably. Yep. Okay. Best best E eight 
I've best E seven. I worked with him when he was in E seven, and now uh, we've we've started working together again. Best E eight I've ever worked for, ever ever worked with. And you work just so everyone is clear. You work with like the HR area, the S one G one. Yep. So it's kind of your offices or your shop's role. That's that's our job is to yeah. see these Alaracs and, and to understand them but not to freak out, push them out to the units and then research them. You've got a bunch of probably what, 420 alphas up there that can dig into that stuff. Yeah, we got a couple, yeah. And let them do their thing, right? Yeah, 100%. You know, and it's not worth freaking out over. But here's my thing. It's not worth freaking out. Like, okay, so something new is coming out. Something is changing, right? You're right. Don't freak out over it and don't get bent out of shape. Figure out whether you're going to meet that new standard or if you need to make an adjustment to meet that new standard. That's what you focus on. Don't, oh, well, I was fine. I checked the box. Once this goes into effect, I'm screwed. You're right. You're probably in a bad place. And it's interesting, right? So in the Army, it's very interesting, right? Yeah. If we get a new policy for height weight, a new ACFT, something like that, People are up in arms, freaking out. Yeah, We get told we're getting new whiz-bang equipment, a new rifle, and people are like, yeah, better to kill the enemy with. (laughs) Right, yeah. Well, how are you going to kill the enemy if you're four miles behind because you're a fat body? Right. Well, you know what? I always argue the point to you because, like, look, everybody has that one fat body in their organization. Yeah. Hey, man, look. I don't want you to get out of the army, army. I want you to stick around. Because if I need a shield, you literally are the best shield we have. Right. Or if I'm being chased by a bear. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to run fast. I just have to run faster than you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I joke. I joke, right? But Right. But it is interesting, right? And we, everyone that's been in the military for a minute knows that you only... The only thing that makes you a good leader is your PT score. <laughs> oh man, that one video where they're like, where it's the the NCO boarding. Uh, <laughs> I see you're wearing E6 on your uniform, but your your SRB says you're an E5. Roger, first sergeant. I anticipated winning this board. <laughs> well, he's an idiot, but he's a confident idiot. And we all know that the first sign of good leadership is a high PT score. Would you agree? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, we've been running for a little bit here. You got anything you want to talk about? or? Uh, I kind of told some guys I'd give them a shout out, but we can do that at the, at the end. I think at one point in time, not too long ago, the Air Force, as part of their, um, their APFT or Air Force fitness test or whatever, they were doing an abdomen measurement as part of their grading. For the physical fitness test? Or, I mean, it's still got to be height and weight. Yeah, so, like, you would do your push-ups, your sit-ups, your mile-and-a-half run, and then they would measure your waist. So, I remember back in the day, uh, you would do your PT test on Saturday of drill weekend, and then Sunday you would do height weight. Oh, you guys would do it like that. We'd come in off the two-mile run. And go right into height weight. Oh, we've done that 
too. But uh, yeah, we we used to do that. But yeah, it, and now it's like, oh, you can't do height, weight, and PT in the same months. It's got to be separated by thirty days. And I'm like, what? Why? So I gotta ask you this. Okay. I know that my body weight is going to exceed what the scale allows me to have. I thought you were gonna say, right. my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Well, it does, which is why I'm exceedingly <laughs> ballooning in weight. Right. Dad bod. So I'm down there uh, in Alabama. I go in there and I'm like, I eat breakfast. I do the whole thing in the morning. Yeah. And I step on the scale. Well, there are people that were basically starving themselves. They didn't eat. They didn't eat supper the night before. They didn't eat breakfast because they were worried about weight. And yeah. I'm like, you think... That starving yourself for one day, not even for ten hours, is going to is going to make you pass height and weight. There are so many different things that people do. These thoughts, these ideas that people conjure up. I've heard of people like uh, you wake up in the morning and you uh, you 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 drink like coffee and and you take a dump and then you wrap yourself in saran wrap and you you stay in that for like 2 hours and then right before you're getting ready to jump on the scale you take it off and you're going to be good like what vix vapor rub yeah. and saran wrap is one i've heard yeah like what? Yeah. what how about you just like i mean go on walks be a productive member of what do you do oh you mow your lawn on a riding lawnmower that's not exercise Kind of. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. it's like, oh, you, you go out and you, uh, you you do, what do you do? Uh, oh, you're out on the boat? Well, that's not exercise. Like, how about walk the trail? Right. How about you kayak? Uh, how about go to the mall and mall walk? Like, there's there's physical things you can do without having to, like, go full PT stud. And all the, the, the freaking juice mixes and all the... Oh, the diets, man. The things that I see people do is yeah. stupid. I'll tell you the, the best diet there is is just going down and eating at a Tradoc dining facility. That'll, <laughs> that'll lose you some pounds. Yeah. yeah, I think I, you know what? I think I lost some weight uh, at Fort Lee. Um, Yeah. So, hey, I just asked somebody I know in the Air Force, and he says that uh, starting this year, you need to do a separate body comp. They dropped the uh, the waist measurement. Uh, during COVID, uh, like I always, I've done height uh, the the taping before for for yeah. soldiers. I always like I don't mind doing the abdomen uh, or around the stomach. I don't mind that. I always hated doing around the neck because I had to get too close to your face. Like all like there there were a few times where I thought if somebody just put on some like romantic pottery ma uh, making music that we were going to get into a relationship. It, it was just weird. So. Do you want to know how you get around that? <clears throat> don't you stand don't behind them. Yeah, but the problem is, is that you need to make sure that the tape is going across their Adam's apple. Yes. But you can still do that. How do you know that it's a straight line? Right? Like, I've had people stand in front of me, put it across my belly button, and it's twisted in the tramp stamp area. <laughs> you got a tramp stamp? <laughs> you want to find out? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I got it at walks. Purple rain. <laughs> purple rain. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like even when if the person taping you is not paying attention, your numbers are going to be off. 
So that's, I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. But that's a way. Yeah. It's just interesting to me. You know, like, it's different. It's new. Um, you know, hopefully uh, I'm lucky enough that I don't have to uh, worry about it in the years that I have left. Uh, I know that you have a few more years uh, than I do. <laughs> yeah, probably like 20. <laughs> Uh, and I and I know a lot of like I said I've got a lot of friends that are on AT right now for, uh, uh, and I miss them all. Uh, wish I could be there, uh, but uh, hopefully they're getting the information. Uh, I know some of them listen, and uh, they they're proactive and figure it out. Yeah, my boss the other day was like, uh, so because uh, he still has to do my initial counseling. Uh, which uh, counseling does not need to always be a negative thing. You might think it does, no. but uh, so he has to do my career counseling, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm really having trouble with long term goals, just based on how long I've been in and what I think I have left and how I can contribute, um, you know, and so I'm having trouble figuring out, you know, five plus years out. And he's like, well, uh, where where are you going to go? Where like when it's time for your E8? And I'm like, oh no. I got to make E7 first, man. Yeah, I have to make E7 first, Um, which hopefully, if everything goes right, I do have my packet in for my uh, the E7 job that I want, my uh, my goal job. So hopefully that works out. We'll know here. uh, Well, actually, by the time this airs, uh, I'll know. Yeah, and then uh, I mean, obviously, I'll do that for you know three four years, and at that point in time, uh, I I have the option to uh, retire or. I have the option to stay in a little bit longer if I so choose. So, yeah. Well, there we go. We lost you again. Mother trucker. Uh, Bacon is up there trying to poach internet from the wild, wild Canada, and it's not successful. He has officially dropped off, but that's okay. We've been at this for a while, and uh, you're probably getting tired if you haven't driven into a ditch yet thanks for tuning in had a lot of fun and we'll see you here in a couple weeks uh i'm sergeant seagar the guy who can't hear me is sergeant well no warrant mr bacon holy shit Uh, it's gonna take forever to get used to we'll see you in two weeks thanks Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow Podcast EFM on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Mr. Bacon. Cigar. As always, eyes forward. March. Mr. Bacon got no internet. Well, he's got internet. I can see him. He just can't hear me, and I can't hear him, so I don't know what's going on. He's now doing sign language. I don't know sign language. He's trying to figure it out. Constant professional. Okay, so I you want me to hit stop then? Uh, stop Rooney, my friend. Wait, where'd everyone go? Well, after those... uh technical difficulties I had mentioned I was uh, going to do a few shout outs so we'll start with uh, Mr. Martin ES Mr. Lashley old uh, Big Mike Lockcock Mr. Harden Mr. Nelson 
Mr. Krieger, Mr. Henley, Mr. Kanthak, and of course, the study officer, Miss Hopkins. Oh, and for real, stop a Rooney, my friends. <laughs>